Thanks for tuning in to our Neighborhood Church podcast. Join us on Sunday at any of our locations. To learn more about our church, visit neighborhoodchurch.com or download our church app. Hello, glad you could join us. Again, my name is Mike, one of the pastors here. And and yes, it it has been, uh, what a week. (laughs) I don't know about you, but... um, I start to cringe when I see the words breaking news. Uh, <laughs> but 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 if the scene if the uh, uh, the scenes this week were put to music, they would sound like something out of a horror movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, yet I heard many people turn off the news this week and go and listen to some uplifting music. (laughs) Okay, that's enough of that, right? Uh, Did you know that music and song are powerful and important for life? Most everybody has their favorite song or types of music or uh, their songs for all occasions. We just came off of a whole season uh, where we love the meaningful songs and fun songs around Christmas. Hey, if you're on our chat or have ability to do so, uh, what are your favorite Christmas songs that you love? Every year you love to hear those. Just chat those in there and, and share them with the rest of the group there. My grandkids um, this Christmas love to, to gather around our Alexa disc and ask her to play some fun music so they naturally could dance. Uh, what is your favorite dance music. Uh, Throw that up online too. I know if my wife were here, she would say it is to dance to Brick House and she's probably going to kill me for that. But, But studies have proven that music can do a lot of things. Music can reduce stress, help us lose weight, improve memory, manage pain, help us sleep better, motivate us, empower us, uplift our spirits, help us express our emotions and even improve our thinking. Music and song are powerful. And music has always been an important part of faith. Um, I was just enjoying the the worship music just a a few moments ago, and and those songs just resonated in my heart and encouraged me and challenged me. And and, and they uh, allow us uh, uh, to to worship and to enjoy God more. Uh, Worship is so important that God allowed a a collection of songs and poems set to music to be part of our Bible. It's the Bible book of Psalms. It is a a song prayer book of God's people given to encourage us and to challenge us and to help us process feelings, but also to be inspired and to, to gain insights and to learn of God and his way of life. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the Bible book of Psalms is broken up into five different books. Uh, with, the, with the introduction being Psalms 1 and 2 and, and more of a conclusion in Psalms 146 to 150. Uh, book 1 is, is Psalm 3 to verse 41. It expresses that, that God is our guide and that we are to be faithfully following him. Uh, the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, is a good example of that. Book two is is Psalm 42 to 72. It speaks of Messiah that we know to be Jesus as the leader and Lord of life and that we would do well to follow him and obey him. Uh, Psalm 51 is a great example where David in his great sin comes and confesses that to God and gets right to walk with God and his way. Uh, The book three is, is, is Psalm 72 to 89. 
It talks of God being with us in the darkness of life and that we can trust him. Psalm 86 is a great example of that. In book four, uh, Psalm 90 to 106 reminds us that God's wisdom is for all times and that we would do well to revere, to, to fear, and to respect God. Psalm 90 is a good example of that. Book five is, is Psalm 105 to 145. It tells us that God listens and that we should praise and to worship him. And Psalm 128 is a good example. All songs to live by. If, if you want that list, go to our uh, revive section of the webpage, and it's all listed right there in the study guide that we just uh, put up for you to there. But, but all songs to live by. And, and in this brief series that we're starting, we started last week and continuing on, we're going to be looking into book four of the Psalm, Psalm 90 to 106, and then take a pause and then we'll finish it off this summer. But yes, we would do, we could use uh, wisdom as we walk into this new year. We all had hopes it would be different. And now it's the same song, second verse, a whole lot louder. And it's seemingly a whole lot worse. Uh, as the pandemic rages, Politics has turned even uglier, and the media are like sharks in a feeding frenzy, not caring who they hurt as long as they grab our attention. And so how do we not get crushed by it all? How do we move from just surviving to thriving? What does God, God want with us in all this? And how will he use this to shape us, and how should we respond? Well, we can learn from a man who faced both triumph and turmoil, who was both exalted and thrown into exile, who faced both honor and hardships. And what he learned, he passed on to us in Psalm 90. That person is Moses. And in this very old psalm, probably the oldest psalm there, a prayer, a song, we are reminded that knowing God is where wisdom is found and that we should ask of wisdom in, in areas of life. For music, for the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. And so let's, let's explore Psalm 90 together this morning as we gather together. If you wouldn't mind, right where you're at, why don't you stand up? Okay, I know you're on your couch or your chair. Just go ahead and stand. If you're driving, don't stand up. Just listen. <laughs> uh, but stand up and let's pray and ask God to teach us this morning. Would you pray with me? Father God, thank you for... Uh, just the truth of your word, and Lord, the wisdom that we can glean from it, and Lord, do we need wisdom. We need wisdom individually to know how to respond to all that's gone on and how to process all that's gone on. We've all been affected. So God, help us. Grant for us today some insight from your word, and maybe we be challenged and encouraged and, and built up and, and ready to seek out your wisdom today. Teach us, we pray in this hour, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I encourage you to, to, to now take out some notes. If you go to that QR code that Victor talked about today, you can look there. There's some notes. There's a printable one you can take there and print and then write some notes. If you're also using our app, we have an app. If you want to know about that, you can go on our website and I'll tell you more information about getting our app. But in that app, there's actually a fill inable outline that you can fill in the blanks and things like that, or they will magically appear before you. But I encourage you with that. And, and what we're, our hope is, is that as you take notes, because it's good and, and important to take notes, especially writing down some of the extra verses that we mentioned here, because we want you to use this as a springboard to study a springboard to help you grow in faith. And so I encourage you with that. And, and, and we've gotten uh, 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 our revived section of our website 
And there's also a new podcast that we've created that kind of complements a Sunday sermon that you can listen to out throughout the week. It's all the things that we didn't get to say on Sunday are there and, and some other things and even more than that. So I encourage you to, to take an opportunity, maybe make this year a year where you really kind of start digging deeper into God's word and just expanding what you're doing, looking up the extra verses and such. But this psalm, Psalm 90, is attributed to Moses. He's called there the man of God, uh, a title given to prophets, spokesmen of God. And yes, Moses was one. But what's interesting, he didn't grow up in a godly family. Uh, actually, he grew up, up uh, being schooled in Egypt, as Acts 7.22 talks about. But, but most likely learned his heritage and, and, and from God, from his birth mother. It's a very interesting story about Moses. Some of you know that as a child, but you may want to look it up again. Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 and 8 and beyond. Talk of his story and encourage you to, to do that. But Moses wasn't this perfect little boy. Uh, he messed up big time. He actually murdered somebody. And he was sent into exile where he was humbled and embraced God and God's call and became this man of God to lead Israel out of bondage and to give and set the, the tone of this nation. But God can, the story about that is, is God can transform anyone. I mean, he's transformed me and I, I wouldn't pick me at all <laughs> uh, to do what God's called me to do. But, but God has a way of transforming us. And he can transform you no matter where you're at. You're never too far gone for God. God could take a murderer and make him into a man of God. Well, Moses learned where true wisdom is found in life in knowing and embracing God and that we should appeal to God to give us wisdom in, in, in all areas of life. For the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. First, wisdom is found in knowing and embracing God. Uh, Moses, uh, through, through Moses' God-given experience and great knowledge from Egypt and his 40 years of shepherding and, and encountering with God, he takes these first 11 verses in Psalm 90 and expands on who God is. For wisdom is found in knowing and embracing God. He's, he gives three truths of God here in this very first section. So if you take your, your Bible and hopefully you're there, you open up to Psalm 90. The, the very first of these three truths of God is that God is eternal. Look at verses a one and two, Moses writes, the man of God, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Uh, it, it, it's reminding us that we are not the center of life. And, and just as a reminder, the world doesn't revolve around you. Just let that soak in for a little bit. <laughs> Some of you, it's a hard reality. It may be, I don't know, but it, the world doesn't revolve around us. It's not our story where God enters in, but we enter into God's story. And yes, God's story does include us. His purposes and plans, and, and we fit into and have a part, and we are significant. Are, are you discovering your part of God's story? Uh, much of scripture talks about that. It actually <clears throat> tells us to, to, to be kind and to be helpful and to, to point people to Jesus. See, embrace this truth that God is eternal. It's his story. And we're part of that. And know that much of scripture tells us how we and the significant part we do have, and it is significant. God wants to use you and will use you if you're willing. Well, not only that, God is creator and he is sovereign. He is Lord over all. Look at verses three through six. You return, 
man to dust, he's talking to God, and say, return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight, God, are but as yesterday when it, when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with flood, and they are like a dream, like a grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning, it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening, it fades and, and, and withers. See, it's not that us who are in charge or in control or should be in control. It is the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, Yahweh, the great I am, king, master. And he is due our allegiance. See, everybody serves. Either the addictions or idols we make in life or or what we choose to have as the major influence of life or the Lord, God. The great blessing and truth is, is when we give our allegiance to Jesus, our God, the Yahweh, the great I am, life aligns. If you want a verse for that, just look up Matthew 6, 33. Sure, it's not easy, but we thrive. I mean, Moses' life didn't all of a sudden when he took on his call become happy and birds chirping and peaceful time sipping lemonade on the shores of the Red Sea. No, <laughs> it was a lot different. He, he went through t- difficult times because life is rough and the world is a dangerous place. But he embraced the truth that God is his creator and sovereign and followed him literally through waters and through deserts and God provided in miraculous ways. See, we're, we're to know that God is eternal and God is our creator and sovereign, but also God is also the rightful judge. Verses seven through 11 are kind of hard to take because they speak of a side of God we don't necessarily like. For we are brought to an end by your anger, God, your your wrath, we are dismayed. And that's speaking of his judgment here. For you've set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in light of your presence. For all our days will pass away under your wrath. We, we bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are 70 or even by reason of strength 80, yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and the, the wrath, meaning his judgment accordingly? to fear you. We, we tend not to like descriptions like this of God as a, as a judge, but the truth is there is a right way and there is a not right way. And God is the judge of that and the creator of that. But God has a way of life that is best for us and, and right and, and where we thrive. And though we want to fulfill our free will, the full length of our free will. We want what we want and we want to do it. It leads to a mess. Proverbs 14, 12 is really clear. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. (laughs) There's a great uh, book in the Bible called the book of Ecclesiastes. It's written by Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived besides Jesus. And he goes through every area of life uh, uh, wine, women, and song, and, and, and talks about how all of these things are, are, are a waste of time. They're vanity. And he comes to the conclusion of this whole look on life and what really is worth it in life, all the wants and desires of humanity. And he says this in verse 13 of Ecclesiastes 12. The end of the matter, all has been heard fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man, for, for God will bring every deed into judgment and every secret thing, whether good or evil. See, we thrive when we know and follow the Lord, living life his way, 
following his wisdom. For the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. And one way in knowing uh, God and embracing God is as we talked last week, Psalm 1. It's that idea of, of delighting in and finding joy and fun in God's teachings. To take time and, wow, discover what God is saying about life and how we should live and about who he is. And to meditate on his word. To take moments of time where we pause and, and, and think and, and, and have those words and truths of who God is resonate in our mind. And begin to believe them. And act on who God is. Moses now turns in this prayer, this song, to encourage us to ask for wisdom in key areas of life. The first is in our thinking. Look at verse 12 of Psalm 90. So teach us to number our days that, that we may get a heart of wisdom. It's a prayer for right thinking, a mind that seeks to honor God, uh, revering him as verse 11 just talked about. For as Proverbs 9.10 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One insight. When we have a reverent respect of God, in other words, revering him as the highest and holiest and most awesome influence of life, the top, and we seek to honor him, and we begin to know what pleases him, is to place Jesus in that highest place of influence in our life, to listen to him and to seek to put into practice all of God's teachings. And he will guide us in some ways. God, Lorena talked about the Holy Spirit there. The Holy Spirit will guide us. See, that's the heart of wisdom. So much so it keeps us seeking God and discovering what would be his best in all situations. See, for the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. We're also to ask for perseverance, that, that grit to keep going. Romans 5, uh, 3 to 5, Paul puts it this way to the Roman church there. He says, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, know that, knowing that <clears throat> suffering produces endurance. That's that perseverance there. And endur endurance uh, produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. See, regardless of what happens in 2021, we will be called to persevere and we're to hang in there uh, to regardless of the circumstances, trust God and move on. Many times we pray as Psalm 90 verse 13 prays, return, O Lord, how long have pity on your servants? We, we want the ordeal to be over and to sense more closely God's presence in peace and joy. But the truth is, God is always with us, not just in the peaceful and the joyous times, but even in the rough, horrible times and the, the trying times like we've experienced this past week and we continue to experience in this pandemic. But I love Deuteronomy 31.6. This ought to be a good memory verse for you. It's actually, you know, I'm taking this and claiming this verse for the year. It says, be strong and courageous, do not fear or be in dread of them. And the them is all that goes on around us, the pandemic, the political issues, the, 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 the social unrest, all of that. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you 
or forsake you. And we are to trust in God and ask for strength to persevere. For as we do, God strengthens us and he strengthens our character and hope is infused in and experienced. It's like one of my granddaughters, um, uh, she was not getting her way and was really mad. I went and asked her what the matter was and she just wanted to be mad. And I said, okay, well, I let her know that, that I'd be here when she wanted to talk and, 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 and when she's ready. And she waited a few minutes and then she crawled up into my lap and, and told me what happened. I asked her how it made her feel and, and we talked some more. Uh, in that, we talked how things don't always go our way and we need to learn how to deal with our disappointments and hurts. And I told her that getting our way um, is not going to happen all the time. And really, it's not best for us to get our way all the time. And so we, 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 we talked some more and we figured out some fun solutions and she went on playing with joy. And that little experience, uh, um, I want to be that way when I need to persevere. When I get frustrated with life, I want to crawl up into the arms of my loving Heavenly Father and dump my soul to Him and how I feel and talk it through with Him and let Him remind me that, you know what? Life is this way. You're going to have to deal with your disappointments. You're going to have to persevere in times. I want to hear the counsel of the Lord and, and trust in his love and care and endure with joy. See, for music, the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. And next, we're to pray. We find our satisfaction in God. Look at verse 14. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad on all of our days. Moses is calling people to find their satisfaction in God's great love. The word there is the Hebrew word chesed. It's this loyal love of God that says, I'm going to love you despite what you do. It's a, it's a committed love, saying that he's not going to back away from loving us no matter what goes on. He's always consistent, always flowing, always there, love. And see, built into the human heart is this longing, a desire to be significant, and have purpose and be loved. And all that can be found and satisfied in embracing God's steadfast love. I love how Psalm 63, 3 puts it this way. Because of your steadfast love, this chesed of God, because of your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. It's believing in God's personal love. He doesn't just love everybody. He loves you individually, personally. He knows your name. He understands what you go through. He knows exactly your whole physical makeup and being. He understands your thoughts and he gets you. And so see, you're not alone. You're not abandoned. Though sometimes I know we feel that way. I know I felt that way. The God of heaven knows you. And he wants you to feel and experience his steadfast love. Just turn to him and embrace that love. And let this truth soak in and celebrate the reality that God really does love us personally. And when we do, mm, there's a satisfaction 
and also an empowering and we feel, well, we can thrive. For the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. And yes, we need wisdom. We need wisdom as we face the next thing, afflictions. They're always with us. Moses prays on. He says, make us glad, verse 15. For as many days as you have afflicted us, and for the many years we have seen evil. It's looking beyond all that we're going through to both heaven and the hope of God's presence, even in the midst of the evils and wrongs of our world. Jesus reminded us in John 16, 33, that we would face tribulation and hurtful things in this world. And as well, followers of Jesus, we have a very real enemy who is out there to make our life miserable. Like a roaring lion, 1 Peter 5, 8 says, and we are hunted. But we are to remember that God is greater. 1 John 4, 4, a few verses up from what Victor read a little bit ago, says, little children, you are from God and have overcome them for he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Don't ever forget that. Though the enemy roams and runs around like a roaring lion, God is greater. And God will bring about the, the goodness of his peace and blessing. And as 1 Peter 5.10 says, after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. We're to hang in there and see beyond our afflictions to heaven and to his presence even right now in the midst of our affliction. And again, remember Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. To bravely face afflictions and rough times knowing this too shall pass and that we are not alone. God is right here helping, encouraging, strengthening, comforting, empowering. So let's lean into God's wisdom. For the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. Lastly, to seek God's wisdom on what and how to take actions. Look at verses 16 and 17 of Psalm 90. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are God's workmanship created to do good works. So let's get on with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we need to be a little creative in, this, in today's envi environment with all the restrictions and all of that, but, but we have to be, we have to get out there. We have to try. I, I love what Andy and, and Lupita Franco are doing. They have taken uh, uh, these uh, uh, bags that we made up, these kind of kits to help people who are in trouble. Uh, we made these a while ago around Thanksgiving time and, and we put them together. And, and many of you took these, at our, we made them here at our church and many of you took them and you have them in your car and you've handed them out to people you see in need. I know Christy and I have, when we see someone in the corner, we encourage them the best we can, and then we hand them this, and they are so appreciative. One guy just said, oh, wow, I'm, I'm so cold, and he put the hat on, and he loved the socks and all of that. It was really helpful. What, but what Andy and Lupita did is they took that and went beyond. 
they realized that people need, yes, these things, but they could use blankets and shoes and, and other things. And so they went around and, and collected these things and used their own money and had other people donate. And they created these uh, wonderful encouragement baskets for people and, and started went, just went out and handed them out to people in need. And God used them in a tremendous way in the lives of people. See, it's taking action. And that may be not your thing, but it, yes, it's, it's, it's letting God lead us. Yes, be safe. You know, that's important in this day and age to wear a face mask, keep your uh, physical distance, do all the things to be safe. But don't stop. You know, taking action does take some risks. But get innovative. God wants to use each of us in our neighborhoods, in our community, in our workplace, in our families. God wants us to use us. And in this, we thrive. See, the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. Now, I don't know what music you like to dance to, but the songs of God's wisdom is one where we thrive. Wisdom is knowing and embracing God, and we should be asking for wisdom in key areas of life, in thinking and perseverance and satisfaction and afflictions and in actions. See, the music of God's wisdom brings practical help in life. Let's seek it like Moses encourages us to. Will you pray with me? Father God, I thank you for the very practical and uh, very encouraging way that you um, help us with your word. I thank you for Moses and, and all that he went through in life and how you used him and, and, and met with him. And even though that he wasn't this perfect a human being, he had his issues, a murderer. Um, you formed him into a man of God. And Lord, I know you can do a great work in each of our lives. God, help us seek your wisdom. Help us to seek your wisdom in all areas of life. Lord, there's so much that's dividing us and so many things that are pulling us to one side or another. We want to be on your side. We wouldn't be on wisdom's side, God's wisdom side. Help us to discern that and know that. For we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to encourage you. God's wisdom is easily found. It's found taking in his word. It's found in, in, in seeking him and, 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 and growing in him and understanding him in so many ways. Take this year. Maybe delve a little deeper. Take some of these extra verses you hear on Sunday and, and read them. Learn the story of Moses in Exodus. And take some time to draw deeper into God and see how his wisdom guides you through the craziness of life. You're always going to have people pulling you to one side or another. We need to find God's wisdom in all that. Let's continue in our worship.